Welcome to Tome of Tales. Set in the Cantus Expanse, this episode is a session write-up. Run by John for the London RPG community on February 11th, 2020. The session was called, What's in a Name? In it, I played Cheryl the Fay-Touched, a halfling bard from the Feywild. Cheryl and Arcadius had been casually making their way to Rama's home, a copy of the mysterious letter from someone claiming to be concerned about the tiefling with the stone arm in their hands. Neither knew why they had received this letter, and the contents were cryptic enough that it seemed too urgent to let it lie. Still, both were surprised to see on their approach that the front door of Rama's home was no longer attached to the doorframe. The Fey Bard dashed straight in, hearing a struggle happening inside. When she got to the room, she saw a red-masked assassin dancing around Rama, the tiefling already bleeding from several cuts that were clearly meant to wear him down rather than stop him. Seeing the fierceness of their battle, Cheryl couldn't find an opening to help despite the rapier in her hand that was eager to dance into the fray. Instead, she cloaked herself in the essence of the summer court, and her visage changed, becoming more ethereal, wild and untamed. Stop! She commanded the attacker. There was the briefest of moments when they hesitated, but they shook off her enchantment and cut across Rama's side again. From behind her, a bolt of fire flew at the masked assailant, followed by two more bouts of spells as the Aarakocra bones landed just inside the front door, whilst the fluffy feline form of Grebo looked on with slitted eyes. Cheryl turned back to see Rama grab the crumpled form of the assassin and bind their wrists and cloven feet together. Cloven feet? Stepping into the room properly, Cheryl recognizes the red lacquered mask with gold detailing in the shape of a V that was being roughly torn from the assassin's face. Just like the one we found on Torvin. A young Erator looked up at them all, eyes filled with hate. Why are you here? Who sent you? Rama demanded. Leaning in close, his fire-wreathed blade close to hand, the Erator smiled smugly up at him but said nothing. Cheryl laid a hand on Rama and asked, May I try something? He looked down at her and gave her a curt nod. With the smell of summer still clinging to her skin, Cheryl pulled out a shiny copper piece from her pouch and proceeded to dance it across her knuckles, making the assassin look at it. His eyes darted from the coin to her face, distrust in what he was seeing, and a small glint of fear. Her eyes glowed with shimmering orange, yellow, and magenta light, and she started picking up the surface thoughts of the young man in front of her. He has no tongue. That's why he does not speak, she states simply. Rama goes to lift his sword, but she continues. That does not mean I cannot make him talk. Focusing in on him, the light in her eyes gets brighter, and the Erator flinches as he feels her invade his mind. 
hot as a midsummer's day. He is now unable to hide anything, and she grins as she starts asking her questions. Who sent you? A flash of images. The red mask with a gold V, cloaked cultists, and a simple phrase, the vanguard. Why are you here? Depictions of gates, big and small, zoom past her, each locked at first, before being thrown open wide. Why were you sent to kill Rama? To what end? He tries to hold his thoughts back, but Cheryl sees them all. Unfortunately, he doesn't know who the order came from. It was a task given to him from someone less important. But she does feel him start laughing at her. The Fey Bard probes deeper still, but all she gets is one final thought. We've always been here. The time is coming. Soon. The gates will open. A small spray of blood. A thump. And the Erator's head is cleaved from his body. The fire from Rama's blade instantly cauterizing the wound. Cheryl stays crouched there for a moment, jarred at the sudden disconnection from the mind she was in. She looks up at the tiefling, but he's talking to the others, asking them about the letters they all produce for him to see. He recognizes the writing instantly. They were from his adoptive father. Methodically, Cheryl stands up, stepping away from the corpse and Rama, and starts to magically clean the gore from her face and armor. Unnecessarily savage. Not entirely sure where to go next. The letters from Rama's father merely telling him to run. Rama, Bones, Grebo, Arcadius, and Cheryl try to find the best person to ask about this mysterious cult, which seems to have clear ties to Kugleran. Eventually, they are pointed in the direction of a bookseller and merchant, Babas Farstep, in the city of Zotgoran. He seems to be a pleasant enough fellow, offering them an obscure historical almanac called the History of Kulgaran, when they inquire if he has any information about any mysterious cults in their nation's history. Bones, being the keen and avid reader, was able to find only the one reference. The Vanguard, known by their red masks, are guardians of the gate. Well, that doesn't tell us anything we don't already know, Arcadius grumbles. I am sorry I cannot be of more help to you, Babis says regretfully. I would still like to buy this book if that's alright. Might come in handy. You never know advises Arcadius. Cheryl agrees, and thinks Marcas would appreciate a read through it since he seemed to be keen in learning more about this mysterious cult that has suddenly appeared after the giant war. Another dead end. Cheryl mused, frustrated. She didn't know where to go from here, but as it would turn out, their next bit of information was already tailing them. Rama and Arcadius's weasel familiar Ida spotted the person who had the information they needed. They all set the perfect ambush in a discreet alleyway, and when caught, the Minotaur advised them all that they weren't there to attack Rama, much to the surprise of all of them. Instead, they were there to guide the stone-armed tiefling 
to something of great importance to him. You. You are the one. <laughs> we, <clears throat> the followers of the ethereal truth, have known of you for many years as Myriad. Cheryl looks at Rama, and she can see he is shocked that this Minotaur is calling him by this other name. There have been several signs. The giants, the blood ground. You have a part to play in all of this. Tell me what information you have. Now. Rama demands. And they do. The information brings them to a circle of five stones just outside the city. Arcadius and Rama recognize the symbols carved into them to be written in Infernal, which also seemed to spell the other name the Minotaur called Rama as Myriad. Cheryl noted how Arcadius kept outside of the circle and made sure she did the same. She had a feeling this was more of a teleportation ring, not too dissimilar to a pixie ring in the Feywild. Putting two and two together, each of them touched one of the symbols in order of Rama's other name, and their circle lit up, becoming a teleportation ring which they all stepped through. Cheryl wasn't liking how twisting and winding this path was becoming. It felt like they were being led through a maze more than discovering things on their own, that they were merely pawns in a greater play. So it came as no surprise to her that on the other side of the portal was an abandoned church filled with cultists of the vanguard, halfway through a ritual that was attempting to open a portal to the lower plains. Rama didn't hesitate, throwing a javelin at the robed and red-lacquered masked figure leading the gathered cultists. When the mask cracked and fell away, it revealed the pleasant face of the bookseller they had talked to not hours before. Babis Farstep. Seeing Rama, Cheryl, and her friends start attacking the hellhounds and summon devils attempting to step through to the material plane, Babis knew he would not be able to complete the ritual. He decided to flee, but not before Cheryl and each of her friends in turn attempted to stop him. Still, he was clever, and the wave of enemies from the portal kept them distracted long enough that the Minotaur was able to slip away into the night. Who are you? Rama shouts through the portal, the last of the hounds slain at their feet. From where she stood, Cheryl couldn't see anything but the legs of a large, fiendish form. Your master. The demon sneers at the tiefling. My ass. He curses before leaping through the portal, great sword in hand. Rama, what are you doing? Cheryl shouts after him, running forward. She stops at the edge of the portal, unsure whether to leap in after him or not. The tiefling turns back to her and the others, a half-grin on his face. He raises his hand, holding a somatic shape with his fingers as he says, Tell Liz I'm sorry. Then he completes the gesture, and the portal instantly closes, stranding him in whatever level of hell, or pit in the abyss, he leaped into. This has been a write-up of the session, What's in a Name, run by John, set in the Cantus Expanse, a long-running 5th edition D&D campaign. 
run by the London RPG community. Are you interested in playing games with us? Want to find a place to run some games? Check out the meetup events and join us on Discord. All the links are in the description. Thank you for listening. Tune in again for the next chapter in Cheryl's story.